This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Good morning, Mosaic Church. I pray that you had a great time worshiping Jesus with the band this morning. Uh, We went to little old school on purpose because we think that there's some older songs that still make the point uh, of God's blessedness, his assurance, our relationship with Jesus, that he is ours, we are his, and um, I just pray that you are blessed as you bless the Lord. I want to continue quickly, I don't want to take too long on the Beatitudes today. Uh, Typically today is Pentecost Sunday, well it is today. And typically, I would share a message on the awesomeness, on the third person of the Trinity, the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, being baptized in the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit, and, uh, and how the church was birthed, the New Testament church was birthed on this day. Pentecost Sunday is uh, right behind Easter and Christmas. However, I felt like I needed to continue on the Beatitudes for this Sunday, and I'll mention, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Pentecost Sunday the following Sunday, uh, because I believe this is really pertinent to us this morning. It's pertinent to us today in this season that we are in. It is my favorite of all the Beatitudes, and this one builds on the other four. If you have your Bibles, turn with me, and we'll probably put it on online there. Matthew chapter 5, verse 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, righteousness, for they will be filled. And blessed is today's sermon topic. Blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. I cannot think of a more important verse for me as a pastor of this church to share with our family uh, this verse, the importance of this verse. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. As you can see throughout the news, we are in uh, turmoil in our country. It's very sad what is going on. Now, somebody asked me, what's the difference between mercy and grace? I like to say mercy is for those who are miserable, and grace is for those who are undeserving. And I thank the Lord that he showed lots of mercy in my life, because there are times that I am in a miserable state. I'm not in the right state. There's not a one of us who doesn't like to receive mercy, We all want uh, acknowledgement. We all want understanding. We want empathy and sympathy and, and to get people to understand our perspective. We love getting mercy. And we have been given lots of mercy. The Lord has blessed us with tremendous amount of mercy. He's been merciful to us. He's been merciful to me. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. And blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. 
Now, I want to challenge us because this is what Jesus is telling us. And, I, and there's no way for me to make you step on the scale. I'm assuming, I'm hoping, I'm praying that you take the scriptures serious. And then when you are challenged by God's word, through the Holy Spirit, through the words that are spoken this morning, that you would get on the scale on your own. I'm not going to make you get on the scale. One of the challenges we have in the Western church, the American church, Mosaic church, is that it's hard to hold each other, each other accountable. We just really don't do that. It's not built into our culture. So I'm assuming, and I'm praying, I'm hoping, that you will hold yourself accountable. And that you'll get on the scale or you'll get on the x-ray machine that the beatitude does and it begins to focus in on our lives and where, where are we on the scale? And where are you and where am I on the scale of mercy? Have you ever caught yourself saying, well, they got what they deserved? I've caught myself thinking that. You know, it's usually uh, what they call karma. What people say, well, he, you know, he got what he deserved. And I understand that. But one of the things that Jesus is going to challenge his disciples, and we are his disciples. He wants us to think differently. He wants us to think with the posture of poverty, emptying ourselves of pride. He wants us to be mournful, which is key to this scripture, that not only do we mourn for the sins of others, we mourn our own sins. One of the challenges that maybe we haven't mourned because we haven't recognized those small, subtle, tiny seeds of sin that have implanted themselves in our hearts. Blessed are the merciful, and Jesus is going to challenge his disciples, us, to be merciful. When we are merciful, God, the blessing is that God is pleased and blessed. A lot of times when we say, uh, well, they got what they deserve, we are really saying is, you know, if I was in their circumstances... I would do something different. And that's where I think pride comes in. We make the assumption that if we were in their shoes, that we would do better. And Jesus wants to challenge you and me to not to have that attitude. So I've studied this a lot. I'm no uh, psychologist. I'm not a sociologist. I, I'm not an expert in behavior. I, I'm not a student of Freud. But I did stay at the Holiday Inn once, so that makes me an expert. But seriously, I've thought about this uh, a lot. And I think Jesus wants you and me to think differently. What is mercy? Well, mercy doesn't mean that we can't call something wrong. Sin is sin, and we can call sin, sin. If someone is doing something wrong, we should have a mournful spirit. It should break our hearts not have the attitude of those people or they got what they deserve. See, when we see someone living in sin, it should be that brokenness, that poverty of spirit, that mournful spirit, that meek spirit that would approach a brother or sister to bring correction, not because somehow we are looking down at them, but we recognize that we know that sin separates that relationship, that friendship with God. And that's why our hearts are broken. 
I used to challenge people, and I, and I still do, is that some people get mad instead of sad. And that's something you should think about. Why do you get mad instead of sad when someone has done something wrong? And so I've been asking the Lord to give me strength to look at things with a spirit of mourning, of sadness, not madness. So it's so easy for us to see the faults of others and project our own lives into their life and assume that somehow we would be different. In our city, we have a lot of homeless people. And I sometimes, I remember early on in my life and and when I see someone who might be homeless, I used to think maybe, you know, years ago, like, you know, they got what they deserve or what did they do? I can't believe they're doing that. I can't believe they live like that. Do you see that haughty spirit when you say something like that? I'm actually ashamed I used to think like that. So a lot of times what we're asking of you and me when we read this is that the Lord would give us a spirit of mourning and brokenness, spirit of poverty. So I think of um, the situation that's going on in Minnesota right now. I think it'd be so easy to let our carnal nature get ahead of us. And we start thinking, well, those people, or they got what they deserve. It doesn't matter which line you fall on here. And I don't know how you could fall on, on another line, but let's just say you do. Those people, they got what these, or he got what he deserved. Or why was he in that situation? Or why are they in this city doing? And it's so easy to have a condescending attitude. And Jesus is going to challenge us, challenging me, that blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. So Mosaic family, I want you to hear me for a few moments. I don't ever would like for us to begin to think in our heads and say it with our mouths, they got what they deserve. Whether it's uh, Eric Garner or anybody else, that we would be careful not to have that spirit, well, they got what they deserve. It's a condescending spirit. It is not a spirit of poverty. It's not a spirit of mourning. It's not a spirit of meekness. It's not a spirit of hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. You know, we see small businesses getting looted, and we might think, well, they got what they deserve. Or we see someone... Uh, falsely imprisoned. Well, they got what they deserve. Well, they shouldn't, you know, if they weren't doing this, it's so, I mean, it's just a spirit of condescending. If you are not a follower of Jesus, I get it. I can see how you would want to be condescending. It helps us feel better about ourselves. But if you're a follower of Jesus, a disciple of Jesus, then uh, that kind of attitude has no place in the kingdom. Jesus wants to take us to a higher plane. Our hearts should be broken and mournful for when we see the sin of others. And you know what that helps me? Is that I can see myself in their lives. If you are a mature, growing Christian, then you should know more than anyone else that we as believers, as Mario, by God's grace and mercy, I did not get what I deserved. 
Remember a few years ago, uh, Michael Vick got in trouble and he went to prison and people said, well, he got what he deserved. No. Well, yes, he did something wrong and he paid for it. But it's not the right spirit. Our heart should be broken. And people had a hard time when, when uh, President uh, Barack Obama said that he, you know, that he should get a second chance. And when he came back to the NFL, people freaked out. Christians should believe in second chances because we've all been given second chances. And if you don't think you've gotten a second chance, then I would say you probably don't have a very good understanding of what Jesus has forgiven us from. So, a mature Christian, a growing Christian, a follower of Jesus has that attitude of blessed are the merciful for they will receive mercy. To me, mercy is saying this. If I lived their life, had their history, had their parents, had their home, had their economic situation, lived in their neighborhood, had their education, was influenced by their environment, I could see that I would probably do the same thing. I see myself in their shoes. Blessed are the merciful. And when you see yourself capable of doing the exact same thing, then you put yourself in a posture of poverty, of mourning, of meekness, and hunger and thirst for righteousness. Jesus wants us to have that kind of mindset, that spirit around us. Not that we pass judgment, and not that we can't call sin, sin. Sin is sin. But it's how we approach it through an attitude of poverty of spirit, mourning, meekness, hunger and thirst to do the right thing, and mercy. You know what? I have five siblings, and some of them watch me on Sunday mornings. And um, we were raised in the same home, same parents, same economic situation, same everything. But you know what? All of us are different. Why? Because we didn't actually experience it exactly the same. So my experience at age five was not the same experience my brother had at age 15. A little story I'll tell you and I'll wrap it up is that I remember my dad used to uh, clean parking lots in New York. I didn't mind it. I was five years old. I got to sit in the truck and eat fresh baked Italian bread from New York. Can't beat that. But my brothers, the very same day, same situation, they don't have that same kind of experience. They were outside on a Sunday morning, six, seven o'clock in the morning, uh, sweeping and blowing, uh, cleaning the parking lots of some shopping center. You see, they have a different experience. So I'm not projecting my life into their life, even though we were raised at the same time. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. You can only give what you have, and we have been given so much mercy by our Lord and Savior. He's given us grace and time. He's forgiven us of so much. And you can't give what you don't have. We have it. So Christians, brothers and sisters, Mosaic family, let's be the most merciful people on the planet because we've been given so much mercy. 
Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. So let's not be stingy. Let's be filled with mercy. And let's our heart break. You know, there are people who are going through a tough time right now. I don't understand it. But I'm asking the Lord, give me wisdom. Give me insight. Let me feel what they're feeling. I'm not projecting my life into their life. And I believe that's mercy. So let me challenge you this morning. Be merciful. Be understanding. Be patient. Be kind. Don't let the spirit of haughtiness and and looking down and, and projecting your own life onto others. I can think of a slew of stories where Jesus was merciful. He saw the bigger picture. His heart was broken because he knew that they were sheep without a shepherd. They were lost. So let's do that. I pray that you do that this morning and rest of your life. And I'm trying to do that. I haven't mastered this. I'm not a, I don't have a PhD in mercy. But Lord, I, I, I'm praying that God help me every day to be merciful. I'm praying for you too. God bless you, Mosaic family. Don't forget June 7th, we'll be back together. God bless you. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurchtlh.com.